the Nuggets' potential NBA dynasty, plus a light-induced walk-off. Chris Branch This is the digital version of The Pulse. If you want it earlier, start every morning with The Pulse delivered to your inbox. Sign up here. Good morning. Don't lose a ball in the lights today. While you were sleeping, Nikola Jokic enters the Pantheon. Let the record show the Nuggets, title-clinching win, last night, was a rock fight of a game. But for an entire fan base, an entire city, it doesn't matter. History will forget the details, as it should. What history won't forget, one of the most impressive title runs in recent NBA history. Nikola Jokic was already historically good, but... Averaging 30.2 points, 14 rebounds and 7.2 assists in the finals makes you a legend. The same goes for Jamal Murray, who had just 14 points last night but will be remembered for being a borderline superstar in the series. Denver went 16-4 en route to its first title. Only the 2017 Warriors, 16-1, lost fewer games. Jokic and company went through, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Jimmy Butler. The two-time MVP is the first NBA player to ever lead the playoffs in points, rebounds and assists, as ESPN pointed out last night. Not Jordan, LeBron, Magic or Kareem. Jokic. Mark Puglio has a deeper look at where Jokic fits alongside the greats. And who's to say this isn't the start of a dynasty? Consider This core, when healthy, has been one of the NBA's best. They blitzed the bubble back in 2020 and made a Western Conference Finals appearance in early 2021, Murray tore his ACL and missed an entire year and a half the year he returned? Ring Look at the West. Memphis has to deal with whatever punishment is coming Jim Morant's way who knows what the Warriors look like with Bob Myers gone. Phoenix has a new coach and tough roster decisions LeBron is a year older and the Lakers must work deftly this offseason to maintain a contending roster. Jokic is just 28. Murray is 26. There's a massive title window available. As John Hollinger noted this week Denver is already the favorite to repeat. Back to last night, which will mar what has been an incredible postseason for Butler. The Heat were one quarter away from losing in the play-in, but made the NBA Finals. Butler largely dragged them here. Yet it was Butler who managed just 8 points through 3 quarters, and who, with 27.1 seconds left and the heat down 1, threw one of the worst passes you'll see, straight to, Contavious Caldwell Pope. On the next possession, he checked a desperation 3-point attempt off the backboard. It was a sad end to a gutsy season. No postseason rest for us, though. The NBA draft is in 11 days. Check-ins Coastal non-elites. Both the Mets and Padres entered the season with massive expectations and even bigger payrolls. It's mid-June and they're both under 0. .500. What gives? Brittany Garoli has a good look at five disappointing teams, but these two big shots caught my attention. Some context. The Mets have been cursed. 
Injuries ruled the clubhouse. Pete Alonso is the latest to hit the IL. Meanwhile, Justin Verlander finally looks human at 40, which is comforting for us mortals, but not great for the team. Max Scherzer has struggled with health and the pitch clock. Vibes are bad, yes, but the team is still 31-35, even after losing 8 of the last 9. Plenty of time to turn things around. The Padres are hard to grasp. They've spent hundreds of millions on a team loaded with premier offense. They rank 23rd in OPS and 19th in on-base percentage. They still have a plus-19 run differential, which is encouraging, but it's not good enough in one of baseball's best divisions. They're 9.5 games back in the division and 2.5 back of the second wildcard spot. As the trade deadline approaches, don't be fooled, they need a good stretch sooner rather than later. Briefs Pell's hoping to scoop up a draft pick. Speaking of the NBA draft, last night, The Athletic's Shams Charania and Will Guillory reported that, New Orleans, plans to aggressively pursue, a top-three draft pick in order to draft guard Scoot Henderson. The Pelicans still have plenty of draft capital from the, Anthony Davis, and, Drew Holiday, trades, but it might take picks and a young player or two to convince someone to give up on Henderson. The OL Reverse Boycott Oakland A's fans are taking to parking lots across the country in a defiant show of support for a team likely on the way out. Tonight, fans will don shirts with sell emblazoned across the front, a not-so-subtle request for loathed owner John Fisher to sell the franchise, which is probably Oakland's last hope of keeping the team. We could find out as early as this week whether the A's will receive public funding for a stadium in Las Vegas and, if this is Oakland's last hurrah, fans want to go out with one last party at the Coliseum. It is always such a bummer to see a fanbase and city come to this acrimonious point. Oh, no. Stanford's lights clinch MCWS trip. It is hard to imagine a funnier or more depressing end to a game than what happened in Palo Alto, California, last night, depending on your rooting interest. Texas and Stanford were tied 6-6 with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, a trip to the Men's College World Series on the line. And the Horns lost the ball in the lights. Waco FF double exclamation mark. 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 Hashtag MCWS X ESPN slash at Stanford BSB PIC dot Twitter dot com slash jig three two MVBT. NCA Baseball at NCA Baseball, June thirteenth, twenty twenty three. Just yeesh. What a moment for Stanford, who must feel like they are kissed by the gods. It's a brutal end for Texas, who must feel cursed. Stanford joined Tennessee in advancing to the MCWS. We'll see if their lightated luck continues in Omaha. See the full bracket here. Circling back. Marchessault's full circle. Six years ago, Jonathan Marchessault broke out. In 2017, his first significant NHL playing time, he scored 30 goals. He was a budding star and, to many fans, a building block for the Florida Panthers. Unexpectedly, Florida left Marcheseau exposed in the expansion draft that offseason, thanks to some front office dysfunction. 
the new franchise in Las Vegas snapped him up and traded for Panthers teammate Riley Smith. The two became part of the original Misfits team that made the Stanley Cup final in their first season as a franchise. Tonight, Marcheseau enters as a massive favorite, minus 550 according to BetMGM, to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. Given to the best player of each NHL postseason, should the Golden Knights close out the series against the team that deemed him expendable. Marcheseau has been incredible, he's tied for first in both goals, 13, and points, 24, among all playoff entrants. He has a hat trick to boot. Along with Jack Eichel and goalie Aiden Hill, the second-highest favorite to win the Conn Smythe, he's been the heartbeat of this team. You can probably say he's the best player in franchise history so far, too. He gets a chance to exact some final revenge tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. At stake, outside the obvious, the Golden Knights can become the fastest franchise to win a Stanley Cup in league history. Pulse picks. Make time for this tearjerker, Christian McCaffrey's voice was the last thing Logan Hale heard. McCaffrey, Logan's hero, is helping fulfill his young fan's final wish. Oklahoma star pitcher Jordy Ball is transferring a shocking departure from the juggernaut. She could be headed to Nebraska. Brody Miller takes us inside a golf club, Los Angeles Country Club, host of this week's U.S. Open, that would never have any of us as a member. After the Brittany Griner Airport incident over the weekend, Jim Trotter argues our focus is everywhere except where it should be on the perpetrator himself. Bill Belichick says the Patriots have talked to DeAndre Hopkins. Photo, Joe Murphy slash Getty Images.